Welcome, everybody, to the Heat That Moves podcast with Trevor and Josh and Wayne, where we talk about business, but mostly life with a little bit of business. So we got a lot of fun stuff planned today. Uh, We're going to talk about how Wayne lost his rear end uh, (laughs) playing playing meme stocks. So, you know, it's an important lesson to learn there. Uh, We're going to talk about the Super Bowl, which is a very significant cultural event. Uh, We're going to talk about because we're all, you know, late 20s, early 30s, uh, how social media used to be and some potential pitfalls <laughs> associated with how it used to be. Uh, mm. So we're in for a great show. And it's, I mean, everybody, thank you to all nine of our subscribers. We appreciate um, it. Yeah. Most of them were us or people related to us. Thank I you. I think to we're also, about to break 10. I can feel I think it. We'll get 10, maybe. I think we can do it. This time. this time next week, we're going to have 11 <laughs> subscribers. Oh. Which I mean, on a percentage basis, is strong. Yeah, yeah it's strong. A big uh, uh, jump. Yeah, I think it's good. So, I mean, Wayne. Um, obviously, we talked at length last time about GameStop, and we don't want to, you know, pour too much salt on the wounds that are still very raw. <laughs> uh, but we promised the people follow up. So, yeah. can you give us some follow up? What happened? Yeah. I, okay. So I know I, I said I was going to either um, do the next show from a yacht or a cardboard box. Uh, it wasn't nearly as volatile as I thought it was at that time. So I'm still in my house and things are okay, but I'm definitely closer to the box than the yacht. <laughs> now I have, so, to ask, uh, I have to ask real quick. Are you sure that you're not just using uh, a photo of what your room used to look like as the virtual background for your zoom call? Can you verify that that's not the case? No comment. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. I have a little bit of pride, so (laughs) I'm just not going to talk about that. Anyway, so um, my I didn't have my hands weren't really as diamond as I thought they were, and I was saying they were um, on last week's show. So I did sell, but it was a little bit more complicated than just like selling at some point. What I did was I wound up. I noticed a little bit of a pattern that was happening where it would like start off high and then it would go down during the day and then it would go up a little bit. So that second day that it went up at at open, I sold everything then, waited until halfway through the day and I bought back low. And I did that twice and I brought the average of my, um, my average cost for per share from like over $300 to about 180 something dollars a share of GameStop. And then I just started thinking about it and I was like, it's not gonna happen, I don't think. And I don't wanna lose all of my money cause then I would be sad. So I sold, I, I wanna say Friday of last mm-hmm. week. At what so price? I still lost. Uh, it was, I want to say it was in the 60s, like upper 60s, almost 70. So yeah. I lost are- I, I lost about $900 on that, but I made a couple hundred dollars in other things that I was in. So 
it wasn't a great week. I, yeah. I lost definitely over five. I'm saying I lost over six hundred dollars. Dang. I lost the PlayStation Five. Oh. <laughs> Man, so. you still can't get those. So, Josh, what's your take? Uh, I mean, did this shake out the way you thought it would, Josh? Um, yeah. What What was our <laughs> bet? What was my number? I think it was. Did I I'll go that? back and and I'll I'll put it on the screen. I'll be like, here's Josh's number, and I'll have a number okay. show up. Uh, yeah, over Sweet. over over there, and then I'll have yeah. my number show up poof, right here. Uh, right. I mean, it, it. We didn't. We definitely didn't hit the price ceiling. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, true. Definitely sure. not. Um, it kind of played out. I mean, I didn't know. How, I I actually thought it could go up some more, um, but eventually it would quickly fall. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, I kept track of the fifty dollar put uh, for January twenty twenty because I was wondering because that's what I was going to buy. I was going to try to get a fifty dollar put January twenty mm-hmm. twenty. Um, and when it started. Uh, you know, the price started increasing on GameStop. The put price increased. Like, I was like, what the hell? Like, the put price, people were buying uh, or asking more for their puts uh, because I guess they thought, you know, the price was going to go down, um, you know, in the short amount of time. Um, I checked today. The put price is about the same. Um, so the price, mm-hmm. like, in January, so uh, a year out, is didn't change a whole lot. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of. I think in general, it's not surprising, but still kind of sad that it didn't go higher. I mean, it's still pretty impressive yeah. what what everybody yeah. accomplished, Wayne, you included. That's pretty impressive, and a lot of people lost a lot of money. I mean, compared to what you know the what it what it was worth at its peak, but mm-hmm. it's still cool to see people rally together like that. And it was fun. Yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it. I'll tell you what I learned, though. Oh, that's good. What'd you learn? If I ever get into another play like that and they start taking whatever stocks off of different brokerages, I'm selling right then. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to think, oh, like it'll, they'll, they'll lift the restriction at some point. It'll go back up. I'm selling. Yeah, and then yeah. maybe if they lift the restrictions and it seems like a good idea, then I'll get back in at that point. But I'm not, I'm not playing this game where it's all controlled by like why, where there's restrictions. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Waiting for restrictions to lift because by the time they lift the restrictions, I mean you've most likely already lost. That's what yeah. I Robin Robinhood did what they wanted to do, which was essentially squash that movement. Um, I have I have a little confession to make. So I I lied to you guys. I bought some. I bought some that next day, Wayne, after we were talking nice. about it. But mm-hmm. I put a limit price, a limit order to sell that mm-hmm. was so high that immediately it sold because it was jumping all over the place. So I don't really Crazy. count it because I didn't have any anxiety about it, but I had to kind of come clean. And then I did the same thing with Dogecoin um you did nice yeah but again price was so volatile uh dude it it just hit that it hit that limit sell price so quick that it was just out of there but the last thing i was going to say was this was you know we've talked about bitcoin on the last episode i have bitcoin from four years ago uh that i bought in at uh 
$13,000 a share. And now it's much higher. And Elon Musk, you know, chief trolling officer of the meme stock market right now, you know, they pumped 1.5 billion. He and Tesla 1.5 billion into Bitcoin. And I think he's just trying to, again, hop on the meme train, drive that price up. I think it'll help him because he knows that he's got clout. Um, mm-hmm. But I, uh, Wayne, while you lost a couple hundred bucks, I made a couple hundred bucks because Elon <laughs> Musk pumped a whole bunch, you know, okay. 1.5 so billion dollars. Elon, Did I say trillion dollars? 1.5 billion dollars into billion. Bitcoin. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so that's pretty great. So, I mean, you got bad news. I got good news. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, real news, quick, I got one cool. question for you, Trevor. Uh, so I just, I, I saw this, but I didn't do any, like, I didn't dig on it at all. Um, is Apple planning on doing something with Bitcoin? Oh, I don't know. I just heard that the, like there's rumors about them doing something with Bitcoin. Um, I'm hmm. just not sure if that's true or not. Cause I didn't do any research. I was going to ask you. But you don't I, know. I haven't seen anything, but you know, my, my, completely unresearched shot from the hip take is that i would be surprised just because i think from a brand perspective i don't see a lot of alignment between their publicly stated acted upon values in the mission of bitcoin mm-hmm. um but maybe but at the same time too it's like everybody was talking about this last week how they'd entered into an agreement with kia and hyundai to produce electric cars and then that fell through so it's you know stuff it's it's hard to tell but uh but this stock the stocks you know not quite what it was before the whole uh run on robin hood but uh their stocks back pretty good but i'd be cool i mean i'm i'm long on bitcoin i think it's it's a part of the future uh it's just a matter yeah. of how soon and who's who are the first movers um tesla makes sense i think from a brand like well elon musk's brand i think there's alignment there apple mm-hmm. It's harder for me to understand, but I could still, I could still see it. But I don't know. I don't know. I was a net negative on the GameStop thing, by the way. I don't know if I shared this with you guys, uh, but I had a Bitcoin position. Mm-hmm. I sold it to fund my GameStop potential. <laughs> <position>. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that was. Yeah. I, I also bought it when it was about uh, twelve thousand a coin. Yeah. And. Uh, I sold at thirty-two hundred thousand. Sorry, thirty-two thousand. So okay, still pretty today, good. Yeah, today is forty-six. So I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you sell a whole Bitcoin? No, 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 no. I, I sold partial coins, but um, yeah, the GameStop thing was a net negative to me in like mm. opportunity costs. Yeah. yeah, and and the fact, I mean. It's like you couldn't uh, you couldn't have played it worse. You know, twenty twenty yeah. hindsight. <laughs> you couldn't right. have played it worse. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, well, you know, I think speaking of memes, uh, the Super yeah. Bowl. So, what'd you guys Super think? Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl fifty five. Yeah, like that. I think so. Um, LV. I think that's fifty five. I think it's Super Bowl yeah. Live. Ooh, that would have been good. <laughs> They missed that opportunity. That's a shame. It did. Live. Especially when that people are locked down in a pandemic, like live. Watch <laughs> our watch the Super Bowl and watch ads and keep watching TV. Live your life. Yeah, right. you can't yeah. do much living right now. But what do you guys I think? I wasn't a fan of it personally. Oh, well, I didn't enjoy it like I usually do. 
It just right, wasn't come? a very good game, in my opinion. Mm. I, I really enjoyed it. I liked Tom Brady stomping all over Kansas or Kansas City. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Would you all have? Did you all put any money on it, or uh, what would you have put money on if you, you know, before the game? X Annie, what would you have bet on? What do you think? I haven't been paying attention to football enough this year to really know what to bet on. Like I haven't been watching games or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't bet on anything except for like heads or tails on the on the coin toss or something weird. <laughs> That's a fun one. Yeah. What about you, Josh? Um, so I learned through the my podcasts and the Super Bowl happening is that FanDuel. So FanDuel, if you want to sponsor our podcast, you know, feel free. We can put it right here. FanDuel.com yeah, FanDuel. forward slash heat that moves. Thank you. Mm. Um, it's They've started to do this thing that you've never been able to do. You've never been able to, uh, I think it's a parlay. So choose one thing to happen combined with another thing to happen. Oh, so, oh, so like a, a do, conditional bet, a conditional yeah, bet. Yeah. Ooh. So you couldn't do like a player specific thing tied to a um, the outcome of the game. So you couldn't say like, I want Brady to do whatever, throw 600 yards and also for the Patriots to win. But on FanDuel, they let you. So you could have uh, said, I want Gronk to score some touchdowns, uh, maybe two touchdowns like he did. And then you... Um, attached to that uh the pagers winning so that you get it uh combines more than the um combination of the two uh bets mm. something like that that's really cool i think yeah. what's, what's great about that is i think it's a more fun it's more fun as a consumer right even if your odds mm-hmm. are probably lower uh but it's also great for them because the odds are lower but i think that's really fun like that's that seems really fun to have like some really specific outcome to where you're yeah, you're 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 like not just wanting an outcome. You're wanting like two very specific events to happen. That seems yeah. like a lot of fun yeah, from a betting perspective. And it is parlay. That is the right parlay. Yeah, parlay. It's good. Um, so I had parlay. <laughs> parlay. I had two others. One was um, I do think Tom Tom Brady is the goat. I used to not like Tom Brady, but now that he just wins every, the most out of any QB ever. I just, you know, it's it's nice to be along for the ride and see what he does. Number two is favorite commercial. I really liked the Budweiser commercial where mm. um, the Bud Light commercial, sorry, not Budweiser, where the truck flips and then they summon all the people of Bud Light Pass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Avengers style to help them. <laughs> I know Post Malone was in there. Uh, he's kind of the biggest stan of Bud Light out there. Uh, who else? You know, I'll uh, say Cedric I saw I saw that commercial on Instagram beforehand. Oh, sorry, Wayne. Who else was in it? Oh, Cedric Entertainer. Uh, oh Ray yeah, he's great. So far, the Clydesdales in there too. I would imagine, unless they're like remember. strictly Budweiser. I don't know. I think they are because I would have definitely put in the um, the frogs. Um, mm. I go, Bud Weiser. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Bud Weiser. Uh, I didn't watch the game, um, but I saw that Bud Light commercial. Um, did it, what did you all, did you all watch the halftime performance? The weekend performed? Yeah, I did. I did. 
It was okay. okay. We could talk yeah, about your thoughts. It was okay. I, I would have liked it. I think there was a lot of like errors in it, like not like things that were unintentionally happening um, that caused it just not to be as hmm. crisp as normally it should be. And I think that's probably just because COVID. They probably, I assume they haven't practiced as much or something hmm. to that effect. Um, and then I looked it up and I guess some like of the sound people are watching it and so there's some uh, just weird things happening um, mm. that I didn't notice. But uh, yeah, it, I thought it was interesting. I wish it would have been more clean and they had more time to practice. Hmm. Hmm. That's uh, interesting. Did you like the guy? Do you like his music? Do we I think? like his music. Um, I I actually liked the uh, the performance. I know mm. it's probably not for everyone, though. It was very mm-hmm. not. Um, a, it was kind of like scary. I thought if you were like a little kid, because <laughs> um, they were all wearing <laughs> bandages on their faces. If I was like eight oh, years old, yeah. I'd be like, "Why are mm. this is strange? Like zombie esque." Uh, like yeah. I thought it was okay. Um, I do like the weekend. I'll get that out there right now. I like the weekend. I like his music. I listen to it and everything. I just don't think that he did a good job as far as like being live. And I don't know how much of that had to do with the audio people or whatever. It just didn't really work for me, especially when you compare it to some of the other like past performances. I, when I think about like, let's see, Bruno Mars destroyed it. Yeah. He did a good job. Prince, Beyonce. There's been a lot of people. That, I yeah. mean, it's just hard to compete with, I guess. But Prince's performance was amazing. Prince was amazing, and yeah. I remember distinctly, you know that that had a moment, and then of course the infamous Jan Jackson and JT moment. But the Prince had the moment where you know he has his sh- guitar in the the love symbol, mm-hmm. and he stands behind this curtain and he puts it in such a way that it looks phallic. I distinctly remember that, and I already liked Prince, but I was like, that's edgy, and then. I have to just share this real quick because I don't have a lot to contribute. Otherwise, I distinctly remember the Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake uh, performance, right? Which I think was got to be like 40, 41, 42, somewhere around there. And I was at a youth group. This is back when I was involved in something like youth group, a youth group watch party. And it was the kind of thing. And I think it was because of who was there that I saw it. And I didn't think it was a mistake, but I remember being shocked by it that they could show that on TV. And I think those are really the only two moments of any Super Bowl I've ever watched that have stuck out to me. Um, but I'll go back. I'll watch the weekend's performance because I like his music too. Um, it's just kind of a shame to hear that it wasn't, uh, he didn't nail it. But he, the yeah. dude's also like, he's like 32 or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's a, he's, I mean, he's had a 10 year career, 11 year career. But at the same time, like he's a young dude. Like, can you imagine one of us like yeah. trying to like direct a Super Bowl performance? I guess I guess NFL players are that age also. So it's kind of like yeah. maybe I, I think we could all do it. Too much slack. Yeah, we could do it. <laughs> NFL well, maybe, Wallace. We'll give maybe you that could time. be a long term goal. <laughs> we get up there with some microphones and uh hell yeah. Talk about nothing for about an hour. That and, was uh, part of why I didn't like it. I thought he got up there and sang, but like 
there was a lot of points where he was just standing and walking across the stage and singing. Where you look mm. at past performances, um, like I really enjoyed Katy Perry's halftime performance because it was just like stage change after stage change after stage change. And like, how do they fit all these stages? <laughs> halftime. Where um, do they go? Left shark and right shark. That's um, right. Yeah. And you got sharks. a memeable moment. Yeah, a meme yeah. out of it, which is important. Yeah. Um, I've seen some memes about uh, the weekend though. Yeah, you have it's that blurry shot of him close yeah. to the camera. Yeah, it's yeah. usually about looking for something. Like when he goes in that like weird maze, he's like looking around. People just have jokes like, "This is me looking for whatever," and then no, it'll be a picture of that. They're pretty good. I I enjoy them. I like them too. Do you think that he? So I mean, if I was going to the Super Bowl to perform during halftime, my whole creative direction would be centered around memeable camera shots do you think he planned that out or do you think that people were just they were like we have to get a we have to get a meme out of this so let's find some stills like do you think chicken or the egg did people just want a meme or do you think he was trying to give them a meme i mean i think people want memes but how do you predict what's going to become a meme yeah i don't like, think just they... think about it the most random moments become memes like, I mean, there's the Bernie oh. Sanders thing. He's just sitting there. He's not doing anything. He's not trying to make a meme. Yeah. Uh, there's Yao Ming. Like, that's an old one <laughs> where he just laughs during the that's interview. Old. And that became a meme. Like, there's no way to really control what becomes a meme and what doesn't. I guarantee you. So people, you... Wow. People try to make memes all the time or make memeable moments all the time. And no one ever picks up on them. And then just something random takes off. That's a good point. Can you imagine how many big advertising firms there are out there that get approached by like a global brand and they're like, we need a meme. And they're like, yes, sir. And they come up with a bunch of stuff that never takes off. So you think that a meme is fundamentally unintentional? Generally speaking. Hmm. Like there's not a formula for it. It's just the right moment. And then someone seeing it and, you know, putting the right text on it that makes people laugh or makes yeah. people think or whatever. I mean, I've heard the way to do it is just to make a lot of content and then eventually something mm. will come up from your content. Like I bet mm. if they intended to do that with the halftime show, they've, there was a lot of other moments, which I would have thought that they would use. They would have thought those moments were going to be memes. Like, um, I don't know. There's a scene where there's a bunch of people with bandages on their faces. There's, um, bunch of dancing outside um i don't know it, not because the meme that caught on was the blurry face looking to the camera but i don't think they ever intended for that one to become <laughs> the meme yeah it sounds like it seems like they probably would have focused the camera a little bit more if they thought <laughs> you know what i mean that was making yeah. me easy i was like give the camera to someone <laughs> else please <laughs> focus on singing uh, that's a good that's a good truth that we've mined out of this is it's you can't like wayne said a, you, a meme is like fundamentally not intentional and then josh's tip is just quantity of content eventually something and i guess i guess also too nowadays memes have to be a cultural reference to something so like for example if wayne makes a funny face on this podcast that's not going to get memed because their audience isn't big enough yet uh and it's not a reference to anything bigger, but it's like you have to have 
it has to be something that people recognize, right? You have to have that component too. So I think, I mean, we'll just keep doing this podcast until we get, I, I think if we get a meme, we can kind of call it quits. Uh, All right. So who I do think, you think we get the meme? Like if there was like out of the three of us, who I think man, the meme? I think you're meme worthy, Wayne. Agreed. Me? Yeah. Well, actually, if I, I if I thought about, it, I, I would probably say Trevor. That's what I was thinking. Definitely the, Trevor. The background with all the wood and like the light. Oh. I don't know. It's uh. <laughs> cool. And, and I could see it. Yeah, I could see it being like a, a funny face, right? Like <laughs> you're like a, you're like a young Ron Swanson. Yeah. Ooh, you, like, nice. Give off that Good. vibe right now a little bit. It's you know, I appreciate that. Wood. I appreciate that. Yeah. I like whiskey, but uh, I can't make anything. I, like um, I can't make anything, but I like whiskey. And I have a you, mustache. You make music. I was listening yeah. to the intro music a minute ago, and it's, it's fire. Good. Man, I like the intro to our, our um, YouTube video. I guess that's it. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, for all those listening, it's a great intro. So what you should do is you listen to the podcast once all the way through. You get to hear it at the beginning and the end. And then if you want to hear it again, you listen to the entire thing all, all the way through again. And you keep yeah. doing that so you can hear the intro music. Um, that's really <laughs> that's important to do. After you tip. subscribe and like. Right. Um, right. And then you make another account and you subscribe and like. So, I mean, it's it's really the way to do it. Yeah. Um, and share with your friends. Well, I think, you know, today, now we should really get into the meat of our conversation, which is we already established earlier that you know, even though we don't look like it, we're all in our late twenties or early thirties. And, uh, you know, the, the social media landscape now is dominated by TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, but that was not always the case. And as, you know, obviously incredibly entertaining gentlemen that we are, uh, we put ourselves out there and learned a few lessons about social media back when there was things called Zanga, in MySpace, an AOL Instant Messenger, things MySpace. that you know are now existent only in history books or on Wikipedia. Um, so I'm kind of curious if you guys had any. Uh, did you guys have any really solid pivotal learns from your time in the the Wild West era of social media? Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Um, okay. When do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. One cool thing that uh, kind of carried over for a little while was um, I kind of started to try to learn HTML for my MySpace page. Just That is a great so, point. <laughs> just so I that agree, I could I like customize it, get the music right, have the background, make the text look different, all that like random stuff. I was like learning uh, HTML just enough so I could do that, which helped later on with other things like WordPress and stuff. So... That was one of the cool things I took away. That's like very positive. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, I bet, I bet there's a lot of web developers out there that they're like, yeah, it's my space. I needed, uh, you know, spider webs by uh, no doubt to start playing. As soon as someone gets on the page, I need yeah. like, <laughs> was that your song Trevor? Good point. No. I'll, okay. I'll, so Josh, I know you guys want to talk about, I'll tell you mine real quick. A oh, couple yeah. of early learns. Um, no, uh, uh, I was a Green Day kid. And so you'd hear American Idiot um, as soon as you got to the page, which at, you know, at, at age 12 or whatever it was, it's a pretty shocking song. It says the F word, like in the second sentence of the first verse. 
Um, and you know, what's curious is that, uh, I had that song on my Zanga. I had my whole, I had, so you go to my Zanga page and you get hit in the face with, I have dogs fighting right outside my, Hey, I'll edit that out. Um, <laughs> we're, we're babysitting my mother-in-law's boyfriend's French bulldog. And in case he's listening, I don't want to say anything about the dog, but um, mother-in-law's boyfriend oh actually okay yeah. I can mother sorry mother-in-law's fiance's <laughs> dog uh okay it's a french bulldog from petland cool. um here's all i was gonna say on my zanga you go to my zanga right boom american idiot by green day starts playing which i love that album my whole template i didn't learn html i was too lazy back then which is a copy and pasted white stripes themed uh page template which was great the real interesting part is this, that uh, when I was like 12, my dad found my Zanga. And because of the explicit content in the songs, maybe some of the music that was associated with it, he decided that that was time. That was, that was the straw that broke the camel's back in terms of, okay, now it's time to take my son to a Denny's parking lot and give him the talk. So uh, <laughs> that was, so, you know, Wait. Yeah. yeah, Denny's has not been the same since. Which, the talk, like the birds and the like bees? Meat. Yeah. What's the other talk? Like That's what I assumed you meant, but like, that's interesting. That language would, uh... So I think it just made him realize that, I, here's what I think his pro thought process would, because yeah. my dad's a really intelligent guy. He's a therapist. Uh, like Wayne's Anyway, we don't need to divulge too much, um, but uh, for another time, I think he, I think his thought process was this: that, um, okay, he's into this kind of stuff. He's internet savvy. More than likely, if he's not already, he's going to encounter sex on the internet very soon, and so I'm going to insert kind of this weird clinical explanation earlier into his development, and so when I think back to Zanga, um, I'm still kind of scarred by that. And then I'll tell you one more thing real quick before I get out of the way, but I just thought this, this is really funny. I was all over AOL instant messenger, AIM, right. It was fantastic. It was, it was a blast. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and so, you know, you have your little like profile section. So I used all chiller font chiller, like the most illegible, um, ugliest font, which is I think par for course for people that age. But yeah. uh, here's my here's my screen name, and then I'll I'll get off the mic. My screen name was because I was a big also when I made it, so probably around like age ten. Big fan of the Black Eyed Peas, and I think they were really good then. They had this album called Ella Funk, uh, and they had this song called Smells Like Funk. And so my 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 prepubescent teen boy AI aim screen name was Smells Like Funk with one L. And that's really gross in hindsight, but I thought it was cool because I thought the black eyed peas were really cool. So that's, that's, I'll nice. get out of the way, but just that's a good. lot of really cringy. <laughs> yeah. A lot of cringiness. Um, yeah. I guess nowadays I don't even like, uh, like, like to use numbers or anything in my email addresses. I like it to be, you know, straight Josh Hardesty, you know, I like to use a respectable um, provider like Gmail, even though I currently have Yahoo. You know, feel free to judge. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I had a 
pretty interesting experience. And this can be, this is kind of a lengthy story. So it can be uh, story time with Josh or business stories with Josh. There we go. Better segment. <laughs> That's um, on topic. I like it. Yeah. So have y'all heard of the famed YouTube channel, Ask Masters 69? No. No. No? Okay. Only okay. whispers. Well, <laughs> yeah, I Googled it today, and apparently it's only a Twitter account. So that, so everything has been, well, we'll get into that. Um, so back in the day, twerking had just started to be a thing, at least on my radar. And when you go to YouTube, you have to, you have to, um, and you like Google twerking videos. <laughs> um, it's Wait, you just said you have to, you have to, you have to, you right, you have, have to. <laughs> yeah, it's a requirement. Have you, you not have done to. that yet? <laughs> right. well, I have. We can talk about that later. Okay, <laughs> yeah. um, you need an account. And so me and a friend, uh, we thought it'd be really funny to make an account called Ask Master 69. And, you know, it was, it was, I don't know, we enjoyed it. We thought it was <laughs> hilarious at the time. Um, fast forward, I'm in college. I, uh, I am visiting a girl for the weekend, um, UT. She lives in Texas. And school. Great school. And sh- we were hanging out. Um, we, it's uh, South by Southwest. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Uh, we actually didn't go to the festival. We just like went to the adjacent streets, which are also incredibly packed. Um, one of the bars we went went into. There, I mean, everyone's there's music everywhere. Um, walk a flock of flame walked in the door. That was pretty cool. Um, oh. Yeah, everyone sort of stopped. It was like, hey, hey, do you see walk a flock of flame? He just he's, he's right a there. big dude. Yeah, um, he also had big dudes with him. It was a very intimidating <laughs> uh, group of people. Um, anyway, so, you know, we had a good time. I I went back home, and she texts me. She's like, hey, have you Googled your name? And I was like, no, I never actually Googled my name. And, you know, um, so that when, when I met this girl, I was on a plane to Oklahoma City back mm-hmm. from New Orleans because uh, I had an interview in New Orleans. So it was very in line of what... Uh, it makes sense that she might think of that uh, to Google me, you know, yeah. my, my history. Yeah. Dude, that's like a great um, way to meet somebody. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's really cool. It makes you seem very important. Right. I was wearing a suit on the plane too. So it was very, <laughs> it was a good, <laughs> that whole story is also a story for another time. That's a pretty good story. <laughs> um, but She's like, I was like, no, I've never Googled my name. And she's like, well, when you Google your name, the first thing that comes up is Ask Master 69. <laughs> oh. And so I was like, oh, dude, oh. Um, that sucks. Which, I mean, if you're an employer, you know, it's not uncommon to like Google the person. It's not LinkedIn that pops up. It was a YouTube channel <laughs> with this, with this uh, name associated with it. And this was oh. as YouTube was merging with Google. I remember this whole oh. situation, um, and it was really hard to get that removed. Uh, it took <laughs> a call to Google. It took Whoa. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, a call, and then they led me through like multiple delete screens. There was at least two 
like delete like once you thought your account was deleted you had to actually go back and delete it in another place to make sure it was actually deleted and you have um, to subpoena them and you have to take them to court and you have to yeah no i'm just kidding yeah yeah totally wow um wow but yeah <laughs> kids don't or google yourself before you go for an interview wow that's my advice <laughs> wow that uh you uh it made me think of a couple of things one i've done so much cringy stuff and there's a lot of stuff that i don't even want to talk about on this podcast um but uh for a while i had this picture from tumblr because i was also a big tumblr user and i would pour my heart out on there like man um broke up with my high school sweetheart poured my heart out on there so that my whole high school could know why um but for some reason i was kind of a, a weird teenager and i um I did this through college, like freshman year of college too. But uh, uh, for some reason, I posted on there. My roommate and I—he was a strange guy, computer science guy. I think they're related. Uh, we put red cellophane on all the lights in our room for finals week. So for an entire week, all we saw was red light, and it made us start doing weird things. And I'm not going to blame it on this, but one of the weird things I did was I took a photo of my thighs from about a little bit above my kneecap, uh, maybe like seven or eight inches up from there so you just see two white thighs red light it looks like you know like someone's uh bachelor party trip to amsterdam um for a long time that was like the second search result when you google my name like first one would be like oh like a high school journalism award and the second one would just be my pasty thighs in red light (laughs) and and that i didn't care then now i'm kind of like is it still on there? It might be. Actually, I'm going to look right now. Uh, Wayne, what about you? Because, Wayne, I'd say this. Josh's story, that's really funny because, Josh, just knowing you, yeah. you're like the last person I would expect to have something like that pop up. Like, who's this Josh Hardesty guy? Yeah, then that pops Josh up. Hardesty's, probably. Uh, Wayne, I could see you getting a little crazy on the early internet. I could see you getting a little wild. Well, taking some risks. Not really, honestly. Um, huh. Like the cool thing was like, I don't know, like people didn't post everything on the internet for the most part until I was in like halfway through college, like even on being on Facebook and stuff, most people didn't post a lot of crazy stuff. Mm. Like at least most of the people I was around, like you post things, but it, it was generally what you wanted to post and what you would win. I, I don't know. I always thought about like, do I want this up or not? And I don't know. So I never really had that issue. In fact, if you Google me, you've got to go down pretty far to get to anything that's related to me myself, because there's this mm. country singer named Dallas Wayne, who's still on my <laughs> What? <laughs> I, need to, I need to do something, man. Maybe I just something. That's a shame. <laughs> wow. Actually, I mean that's great because it's that's like your stuff's so buried. I mean, I'm looking. So I'm looking at my Google results right now, and, and there's stuff like my LinkedIn photos, Facebook photo, uh, some stuff I posted. Yeah, a bunch of LinkedIn. Um, like a wedding registry thing. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff tied to my current job. 
the album that my wife and I put out, uh, which you can find on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, I mean, Spotify and Apple Music, Autumn Ray. Uh, so you should look up that as well. Um, what the heck? There's a, um, if you Google my name, this guy's new. A different Josh. I used to be like number one or two. Another guy comes up. His name's Joshua Namdev Hardesty. Whoa. He's a, he's a designer. Very. Oh, he's a designer. Yeah. He uh, co-run the design company, the NBA studio with S Skateboarding. He looks cool. Dude, that's pretty cool. Um, my name kind of sucks, so I don't have a lot of competition for it. But Wayne, have you listened to this Dallas Wayne guy? Isn't he good? I actually haven't. I wonder if he's I don't like. Know why. I've just never been that interested in him. Yeah, right in I there. Victory like, Dallas. Yeah, I just didn't care. I was, eh. But uh, yeah, so. Okay, here's Wayne Dallas. Oh no, Siri wanted to call you. Um, that's <laughs> that's funny. that's bad. Siri. All Short right. I guess should we move on to the next subject? Yeah, I mean the. The last subject was really just a throwaway if we had time, but I mean, to me, it's important. What is it? Wayne, you want to cue us up? So it's best fast food. And Ooh. when I read that, I was kind Ooh. of best fast food. For me, it's always been about hamburgers. And the reason I say that is because I've moved around quite a bit and everywhere I go, they think that they have the best hamburger ever. Like if you go, te- mainly Texas, people are always saying Whataburger is the best burger you can ever get. Go to California, it's In-N-Out. You go to like New York and it's a uh, Shake Shack or something like that. And it's always been interesting, especially like in the military when you're around a lot of other people that are from all over the place. That's a pretty common debate that people have. Mm. So I'm kind of curious, uh, you guys experience all three of those, or do you have any sleepers or dark horses? Yeah, I have strong opinions on this. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Josh, you can go first. Okay, so best fast food. So I really do like um, Nashburg in Oklahoma City. I don't know if that'd be considered fast food or not. It is very Nashburg in Oklahoma City. It's good, but I don't think it counts. Yeah, I don't think it counts either. but it's I just good. wanted to honorable mention that. Got him out. We can, we'll yeah. put that on the screen too. Nash Bird. Nash Bird. Nash Bird. If you also want to sponsor us, you know, uh, feel they free. actually might. Yeah. They've only got like two locations and they're in Oklahoma City and Edmond. They might. Hmm. I like it. That'd be sick. Number I two. I have some contacts. Though. <laughs> is uh, also an Oklahoma company, Tucker's. I really like mm. as a fast food restaurant. They have really good burgers. I only would, they would only compete with this other burger place. All I like burger places um, or fast food. I Most of my tops are burger places. I think Five Guys yeah. might be the best fast food place. Um, mm. Burgers always, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I'll buy a burger at a restaurant or um, wherever. And aside from fast food, I think Five Guys has a comfortable burger to any of the ones I've had outside of fast food. 
Here's a great, you know, I know we're supposed to save advice to the end, but here's a freebie. I did this uh, sophomore year of college. You go to Five Guys, you eat your burger there, you have a brown paper bag. Five Guys pre-pandemic, they would have peanuts, sh- you know, in shell that you could eat while you're waiting. We would literally take our greasy paper bag, fill it to the brim with peanuts, take it home and like snack on it for a week. That's smart. Um, so that's that's free that's, advice. That's that's pretty good. I think five guys, you know, I, uh, I think five guys should be up there in the, uh, you know, like in and out shake shack, uh, debate. Um, I think, I mean, they're, they're solid contender. You know, one thing that's really underrated on a burger that they do fresh jalapenos. You can always get pickled jalapenos, but five guys has fresh jalapenos. And I think that's a nice, it's a nice touch. Hmm. Let me, let me, let me. I'm a big burger fan also. Sweet. I agree with what Josh said. Uh, but I'm going to go even lower brow and say that I think the best fast food hamburger is Wendy's Baconator. Whoa. Okay. Should uh, I drop my microphone? <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy's Baconator. I yeah. don't know if I've had that. I'll have to try, try it. it. You can't say I'm wrong until you try it. Oh, you come on. I don't know. So lately, I don't know why I've been going to Freddy's if I go get a burger lately. Hmm. I mean, Freddy's is pretty good. I wouldn't say it was like the best, but um, what's t- what's drawn you to Freddy's? Is it their skinny little fries? I like those. Like In and Out has them too. Skinny. No, I just think it's a close burger place. It's not McDonald's, and it's not <laughs> even that I hate McDonald's or anything. It's just. I don't know. Generally speaking, if I get something to eat with a lot of other people, there's a good chance it might end up being McDonald's. There's a decent mm. chance. So whenever mm. I'm making a decision and I don't have to consult with anyone, I don't go to McDonald's. Yeah. So I think I'm, you need new friends. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I've been eating Freddy's a lot, but as far as my favorite burger joint, it's got to be in and out for me. Mm. But I have to be a little bit more specific. In and out in California. Okay. Not in Texas. Have, not in Texas. I have okay. a theory that California, uh, well, the farther away you get from California, the worse the burgers are, the mm. worse everything is. That's funny. Yeah. I, I really have that theory. In fact, I've got an interesting, a quick story uh, about mm. eating in and out in Dallas when they first opened one. So me and my friends, we actually went to an anime convention in Dallas a while ago, like a long time ago. I can't even Sounds like fun. It was our no judgment. Yeah. Sounds really fun. fun. Uh we just like bought a bunch of liquor, just didn't even go to sleep. We were always out doing something every single day. Uh I was the only one who didn't dress up. So in the whole no. the whole convention pretty much yeah uh, <laughs> i was like the only one but I, it, 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 was, it was still really fun but um on the way back i had just gotten back from california so i was determined to go to in and out because i missed it i used to get in and out all the time so we go about 30 minutes out of the way go to an in and out burger we get it we eat it everyone's like oh that was really good we get back on the road 
about 20 minutes later, everyone is like, we need to stop. <laughs> Luckily, so oh, never mind. We, we, had, we ended up going to some like rest stop or something. And literally there was like four people, five people all just having to take shits or having to poop. <laughs> You want me to bleep that? Really or leave it in. Oh. Okay. Like, we, we weren't going to make it back to Oklahoma. It was, there was no way. So, <laughs> something about that in and out in Dallas, man. It's got <laughs> the rest of my life. If I'm in Texas and there's an in and out, I'm going to think twice. Fortunately, they built a Bucky's between Dallas and Oklahoma. So I was now... just about to say that. <laughs> now you have a place to go after you eat. <laughs> that's that's the real like Oklahoma combo. You go down to Dallas for something, you get in and out burger on the way back, and then by the time you digest it and your stomach realizes it shouldn't be in there, you're at the Denton, you're at the Denton Bucky's. And like Josh yep. said, you pull yep. over and you got 40 beautiful porcelain thrones <laughs> to choose from. Oh, and there's uh, one other thing I want to throw in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, when I lived in Virginia, one of my favorite places was actually a gas station. Hmm. Had really good food called Wawa's. Has anyone ever been to Wawa's? Ah, I've heard, heard of, of that. Man, I, I miss Wawa's. On How I Met so Your Mother. So mm. good. And it was what all, was good there? It was mostly like sandwiches and stuff. Just think of... I don't know, like Subway, if their food was good. And they sold gas. (laughs) (laughs) They had just like all kinds of stuff. And for the most part, everything I've ever tried there was really good. So So Wayne, I'm kind of curious. When you lived overseas while you were in the military, did you eat any like Ukrainian fast or Romanian? Where was it? Any like Ukrainian fast fast food? um, the little random weird town I was in, was in, there was maybe three restaurants. Um, and one of them we would always go to because the drinks were really cheap. And they actually started making hamburgers just because awesome. there was a bunch of Americans in town. Yeah. Because, and the hamburgers were really good, but they kept running out. But uh, generally speaking, in Romania, where I was at, which was not representative of Romania as a whole, it was like a little town with not a lot there. There was, uh, it was basically all pork for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like pork, so it really sucked for me. Like I can eat pork, but I just don't really, I'm not into it that much. And then they didn't really have a lot of vegetables where I was at. Oh, so it's oh, weird. just pork. Uh, oh man, it was it was bad. So basically, you would get like potatoes, and you would get uh, like pork of some kind, like oh, or hot bacon, dog, whatever. I like hot dogs. So it was it was really interesting. Like everyone was in shape when we got there, and everyone got home fat. <laughs> I got pork and potatoes gym. and cheap. <laughs> I was uh, I, I I'm trying to get how I should word this. I was, I knew this girl whenever I was in Germany before going to Romania. And when I got back to Germany for the short amount of time I was there, we hung out and she couldn't stop talking about how much fatter I was than when I left. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, 
<laughs> it was really annoying. I was like, what do you want me to do? Like, uh... I couldn't run because anytime you try to run, you almost get hit up, like run over. So no one was no one ran because people kept getting hit by cars and stuff. It was just <laughs> nothing to do except for, you know, eat pork That's chops. Funny. Nice. <laughs> and french fries. So. That's yeah, a good, good story. I came back uh, man. I will How add. How much weight do you think you put on? When I, uh, I actually don't know. I'd say at least a solid 10. Mm. 10 to 15. Or I'm going to say 10. But that was in a four-month period. And I'm usually really good about just being whatever weight I am. And not fluctuating, but I definitely could see, could see it. Like looking in the mirror, looking at pictures, I was getting chunked. Yeah, you do. If I might compliment you for a second, you do have naturally good. Uh, you're one of those people that looks like they work out even when they don't, um, which I'm jealous of because I look like I don't work out even when I do. <laughs> I remember one time. This is going to sound worse than it was, but Wayne and I were in a sauna, just the two of us. And I was like, oh, dude, you work out? You're like, no. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I diverted my eyes elsewhere. I used to. I mean, it, well, it's all about, like, muscle memory. If you work out a lot <laughs> at certain points, then you just look like you work out even if you don't. You're just softer. Oh, that's what muscle memory is. I had always wondered. Um, Josh, yeah, I cut it. I inter- meanings depending <laughs> on how you use it. That's like the second definition in the dictionary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Josh, I, I interrupted you. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say that I appreciate um, In-N-Out Burger, by the way. Wait, I've only mm-hmm. had the Dallas version. Mm-hmm. And Five Guys because they both mm-hmm. encourage getting multiple burgers. Because whenever In and Out serves mm-hmm. burgers, they're lined up in a row, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's okay to get two burgers versus mm-hmm. one burger. And Five Guys fries are so calorie rich that yeah. it is better cal- calorically to get a second burger. So <laughs> that's, that's why I like Five Guys as well. <laughs> you know, I'll say this: I mean, In and Out's great. It's a simpler, like more old-fashioned burger, but it is so hard to eat while you're driving. That's my only complaint about it. The way that the whole know. little thing is set up, the tray, it's yeah. hard to. Um, so I think uh, in closing, um, does anybody have any great advice that's either popped up from this conversation or that, you know, just you come from your, your place of wisdom that is your brain? There's been a couple today. Yeah, we've um, got some nuggets. Mine would be Google yourself before an interview. Mm, That's some mm, good business mm-hmm. advice for the mm-hmm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. Wayne, you got any advice? I mean, we can just kind of like pepper okay. pepper the audience well, with advice. Be, okay, if you get involved in meme stocks and all the brokerages stop selling the stock or stop allowing you to buy it, just cut your losses right then. Mm-hmm. If I would have just ended like if i would have cut my losses right when that happened mm-hmm. i would have made like i don't know 800 bucks i would have made more money than i ended up or around the same amount of money that i ended up losing by waiting wow I just cut my losses that's my you know we all learn and you live and you learn um mine mine is uh if you haven't had the sweet and spicy burger at whataburger it's fantastic 
Nice. I think they're open 24-7 also. Pat, but it's a Patty Melt. Yeah. Patty Melt's great, especially at Freddy's, uh, like Wayne mentioned. They're, they're Patty Melt's killer. And then if you that. haven't had the Wendy's Baconator, get out there and try it. They spent so damn much on marketing that it's, I think, just disrespectful if you don't at least try it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. That's, that's good advice. Right. All right. All right, y'all. Well, I'm gonna go get a bacon. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. We'll see you next yeah, week. You right. Next week. Like and subscribe. Uh, get on your mom's phone and like and subscribe. Get on your daughter's phone and like and subscribe. Get on a stranger's phone. Yeah. And subscribe. Do it. All right. Bye.